Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Anything Goes. I'm your host, Bilal Ali, and today we have Nicholas Harder joining us, and I'm going to let him do the introducing, you know? So, hey, what's up, man? What is up? Hi, I'm Nicholas Harder. Um, I'm the host of the Out of Trouble podcast. That's how I know Bilal. It's a podcast for after 10 p.m. You can check it out where you get podcasts. Um, thanks for having me, Bilal. Yeah, thank you for coming on. How's everything been? Yeah, things have been good. Um, you know, living the unemployed life still. Um, yeah. Yeah, my restaurant reopened this last weekend for outdoor table service. That's great. But I do not have any shifts yet, so I'm just riding out the unemployment, man. Oh, Corona. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's hard, man. It's hard, but uh hopefully things will go back to normal soon you know yeah Uh, just hang in there yeah thank you i appreciate that you know it's not that in one sense it's not that hard because i just spend a lot more time doing podcast stuff and things that i enjoy but on another sense it's it is hard because like at the end of july the extra federal unemployment runs out and Mm. um i try not to think about that You know, yeah. so there's like looming worries, but hopefully I'll have a job back again by then. And it's it hopefully. is it is cool to kind of have a government subsidized like uh, podcast vacation kind of summer break or whatever. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm in I'm in school still. So right now, like school's obviously a bit different or actually a lot different because uh, everything's online and. Uh, it's it's not the same like focusing especially and the motivation and stuff like uh it's hard to uh you know focus while you're at home and <laughs> like just like get up and be like oh you know i i got to work on these assignments or these tests and stuff and all this and teach yourself uh yeah. your own things and stuff but uh it's i think it's pretty good too cuz like uh like i've been spending time a lot more with my family and stuff and uh it's like we're getting to know each other you know and stuff so yeah it's yeah, uh that's good yeah i've, I've gotten yeah. a lot closer with my roommates which is really nice it's kind of been a while uh-huh. since i felt like i lived in a place where i you know my roommates were kind of like family and we hung out and ate dinner together we eat together a lot um drink together a bit and and so yeah. that's cool i definitely feel you on the online school i was never really great at online school like for me school was all about how to do the least amount of work to get the best possible grade. And I was pretty good at that. And yeah, yeah. With online, with online classes, it just, it encourages it. It encouraged me to do that even more. I was like, okay, I don't really need to read all of this. I can just read that part and skip to the quiz. Okay. Done. You know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's basically something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Yeah. it's weird. Yeah. I, I know you're in the U S right. Yeah. I'm in San Francisco, California. Yeah, how's it down there with all the uh, coronavirus stuff? You know, right now it's kind of weird because the Bay Area in California is taking reopening really slow compared mm-hmm. to the rest of the state. And everyone around here is taking it pretty seriously and wearing masks. But I went to visit my friend in Modesto, which is about an hour and a half to the east the other weekend. And like... Yeah everyone's acting like things go- are going back to normal. No one's wearing masks. Like even the people working at the grocery store we went to weren't wearing masks. Um, really? Yeah. So that felt really strange because I didn't realize how much more cautious and safe the Bay area was being than other parts of the state that are super close. So mm-hmm. um, 
I'm I'm glad though that the Bay Area is being more safe, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because I know in like uh, New York and stuff, I'm pretty sure they're not taking it uh, that serious over there, right? No, New York. So all the places that got pretty hard hit, like New York, Washington, California, California not as hard, but still, uh, yeah. Louisiana, all those spots are taking it pretty seriously. Um, but I guess what we're seeing now is that the states where it's not was not taken as seriously. So like Florida and and Texas. And Mm -hmm. um, I think Michigan, those states are now starting to see spikes in coronavirus cases. So it's kind of flipping now a little bit, like very, very early stages of this. But yeah, 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 yeah. So the numbers are like going up and stuff, right? The numbers in like 20 something states are going up, which is also weird because I've I've definitely been keeping up with with all the stuff. I was like big news junkie before the crisis started and um, certainly have not stopped being a news junkie. But um, (laughs) yeah, so it's going up in like 20 something states, but also every single state is easing restrictions and people are generally getting a little bit more relaxed. So there's a bit of a disconnect there, I think. (laughs) Like it's it's not getting better, you know, but people are people are starting to go back to normal a little bit so they're kind of like getting bored and stuff so are getting used to it i think i think we're getting numb to it ah uh, yeah yeah i think i think uh what you're saying makes sense because like down here too or or up here i'm not sure uh, yeah up here right? yeah in yeah, yeah you're up there you're way up there <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh in canada uh like like you're starting to see people you know they're going out and stuff and i always see people on their like instagram stories and stuff they're like posting uh pics and videos with their friends in their cars like hugging each other and all this and it's like bro Mm -hmm. like did you actually forget about coronavirus like because honestly i feel like people aren't really taking it too seriously which is which is kind of a problem i guess yeah i think that there's a lot of people not taking it too seriously i was actually so i live right by a major beach i live right by this baker beach it's like uh right at the entrance to the bay you can like see golden gate bridge and stuff and i went out there i went out there on memorial day weekend and it was packed like more packed than i've ever seen it even during regular times and (laughs) i went out with my microphone right and i went to go ask large groups of people like how they could be a large group of people on the beach during Corona, you know, like what's their potting practice? Are y'all like all coordinating how you uh, like wash your keys and your packages and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, I talked to this group of women and they were nice. And we kind of chatted about, you know, how are we staying? We were staying safe and stuff. And then I approached this group of like drunk 18 year old boys and they were they were great like they were absolutely hilarious but their attitude it would just like drained me of all hope for for the future generation you know and i'm i'm like 25 so i'm <laughs> i'm not that much older than these guys but um yeah. but you know i walked up and i was a little nervous that they would get like angry or upset with me or think that i was like criticizing them or coming at them or something but i walk up and i'm like hey i'm you know i'm a podcaster could i ask you guys some questions and i like don't even finish my sentence and i got like 14 drunk rowdy sandy boys like crawling over each other like oh yeah we want to be on your podcast we'll be on your podcast (laughs) and um and yeah they just they started out by breaking down like it was this one kid's birthday and he was like i was like we respect our elders right but like every time we get a chance 
we're out here drinking with the boys out here with the boys and it just like it, it just like goes downhill from there and then they told me this story about this like twitter war they got into where they said some racist stuff and i don't even know but um but yeah it certainly made me feel like people like when i, I when i when i listen to the news what the news tells you is like hey make sure that you're coordinating with all your friends that you're only seeing each other that everyone's taking the same exact precautions and you know six feet mask on at all times all that but then yeah. when, I, when i actually went out and talked with people like especially younger people are not taking it that seriously i'm not even taking it that seriously which is why i went out and talked because i was like i'm not coordinating with all my friends about all the safety precautions we're taking and whatnot you know yeah. and i don't know maybe i should but like it seems kind of like <laughs> a lot i don't i don't really know <laughs> were you at least wearing a mask i wear a mask all the time i wear a mask all the okay. time and you know, I try and do the social distancing, and I and I, and I clean things, and and you know, I'm I'm pretty cautious. I'm like a little bit OCD, so that like helps, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, these these boys were just like, well, we haven't gotten Corona, and every chance we get, we're out here drinking with the boys. So like, we haven't gotten it yet. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like, oh, murder me, y'all are so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh man. Yeah. Well, I wanted to kind of talk to you a bit uh about like the protests cuz I know you've been you've been going out to protests lately, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been to a few. Yeah. Yeah. Uh how's the situation been like down there? Well, the protests are ongoing. So there's a protest here every day. And I actually got an email from this from the Sunrise Movement. It's this famous activist organization that fights for climate change, but they're kind of teaming up with Black Lives Matter and all them now. Yeah. But anyway, I got an email from them and it just had a list of like all the different protests that were happening in San Francisco every day. So that is like still going, going. I haven't been to one for like a week or two. Um, yeah. So the, the first one that I went to was the weekend after George Floyd was killed. And I had, I, you know, I was watching videos and I had watched a video that morning of this CNN reporter, Omar Jimenez, I think his name was, getting arrested live mm -hmm. on TV. And, yeah. I, you know, like I said, like I go out and do street interviews. I know what it's like to be like on the street holding a microphone. And so like watching this video of this reporter getting like surrounded by riot police and they just like stand there silently and stare at him while he's like, what's going on? What are you doing? And then like a minute or two later, they just like take his stuff and arrest him and don't tell him why. And they arrest his whole crew. And it was just like a scary video to watch and got me really upset. So, you know, I like posted yeah. about it on social media. And, um, and, then I, and then my friend hit me up and was like, yo, I'm going to this protest in Oakland tonight. You want to go? And I was all fired up. So I was like, yeah, obviously I'm going to go. Um, but I didn't look up before I went to this protest, like who was organizing it or what exactly it was going to be like. So, yeah. So I've been to protests before, right? Like after Trump got elected, um, went to the women's march. Um, went to I've been to I've been to some protests before, and they're usually mm -hmm. like there's speakers there. Maybe you do a little marching. It's very uplifting, and you're like, yeah, we're all in this together. And and I've always left every protest I've been to like feeling really good, you know. And I really wanted that when I went out to Oakland that night. Yeah. And. Um, like we get to downtown and we find the march and we're marching with these kids through downtown Oakland 
And I'm like looking for the person with the megaphone or trying to figure out who's organizing it. And I can't really figure it out. And like the vibe of the march is like kind of exciting and scary, right? There's like people tagging. There's people throwing rocks at windows already, like people breaking stuff, like people smashing up cement and throwing it. Um, And we march and there's some chanting and some people get up onto the freeway and block the freeway. And we try and go to the police station, but they block us with tear gas. But the police like mostly stay away from us. Right. And we're marching. And the more we march, the more I'm kind of slowly realizing that we're kind of like directionless. Like I'm there with my microphone, right? And I keep asking people, like, do you like who's leading this? Where are we going? And some people know, yeah. and most people don't know. This one guy's like, oh, I'm just following who's ever at the front. Oh, I think we're going to like the sheriff's office or something. But yeah. anyway, it it all just made me feel very like tense because it's loud. You smell tear gas. There's people breaking, <laughs> and we just kind of do this big loop, and we end up back at the city center. And that's pretty much when the whole thing kind of dissolved. They started setting off fireworks, big, uh, the big fireworks that shoot up and explode in the air, you know? And then they broke into a chase bank across from city hall and started setting off the fireworks inside the chase bank and they set it on fire. (laughs) And then the Walgreens across the street, they start like throwing big rocks through the window and the alarm goes off and I see this kid like climb up through the window and like kick the alarm off the wall. And like they're just like throwing bags out of the Walgreens and you can tell the whole thing's being trashed. They're lighting off fireworks inside of it and stuff. And yeah. um, and we kind of just watched for a little while as they, they like trash the Walgreens. Cops never showed up because it's Oakland yeah. and like they don't want to cops don't want to mess with protesters or rioters or looters or whatever in Oakland. Yeah. Um, and they kind of they finished with the Walgreens and they kind of just went to the next building and started doing the same thing. And um, and we left and on our way out, um, these guys who are protesting or, you know, lighting stuff on fire. Yeah, they fired fireworks at us and they like exploded like all around us. Right. No way. Yeah, it was super scary. And like like the entire thing just felt very chaotic and random. And we were with, we were leaving. So we were at the edge of the crowd, but there were still some people there and everyone was just like, why did they shoot fireworks at us? Like that was hella dangerous. And I had my recorder, right? And the fireworks, it exploded so close to me that you can hear in the recording. It like crackles like electricity. It's a crazy sound. Wow. Yeah, it it was nuts. And And I'm walking away and my two friends who I went with, who I think were kind of, they kind of knew more what we were getting into and they're like watching videos of it on their phone and kind of like reliving the moment and stuff. And I was like shook dude. Cause I was expecting like protests and speakers and to be uplifted. And I left feeling like scared and confused, you know, and not like I just, I mean, it was interesting. Right. But I wasn't whipping out my phone to like, send videos of them burning chase bank up to my friends and stuff you know uh yeah yeah so so that was that um and yeah then i went to a couple other protests that were so 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 much better than that and i I really want to say that in the bay area at least i have not heard of any rioting or looting happening 
since that since that first weekend to that since that mm. protest I went to that did turn into a riot. Like, but since that first weekend, have not heard of it happening. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, mm-hmm. Like for the first weekend, like most of like the U.S. states, it, it, like there was a lot of rioting and looting, and uh, and now it's kind of just mainly protesting now. I don't know if that's uh, in that, all of the U.S. states, but uh, that's what I heard. As far as I know, that is true. And th- the reason I emphasize it so much is because it, depending who you talk to, a lot of people continue to conflate like protesters with rioters and looters. But there has not been any rioting or looting happening. As far as I know, in any of the states to like any kind of significant degree for like two and a half weeks now. So that's great. Yeah, it's really good. And the and as like I said, like protests are still happening every day, you know, and I went to like less than a week after that one. I, I went to in Oakland. I went to another protest in San Francisco. And even with social distancing and Corona, there were more people yeah. on the street than I've seen since the Women's March in 2017, which was insanely huge you know and that was just one amongst many protests that are ongoing happening every day so it really feels like there's a lot of um momentum happening right now which is awesome yeah yeah that's honestly it's really good because uh like for the first week after george floyd uh died and stuff Mm -hmm. like everybody was posting on the stories uh posting like uh actual posts and stuff and they were all like really pissed off and stuff and suddenly like after a week i i started seeing people like they they didn't really post as much anymore and all this and uh like it kind of felt like people didn't really care as much it was kind of like just like a trend you know going with the trend because like mm-hmm. remember like the blackout tuesday pics for example like yeah. everybody was posting that and all this and like and like people who didn't even like really say anything like before the the trend and stuff right yeah so like when you suddenly like saw like all those people stop posting and actually really saying anything i was like yo like this is dying off and like it's not good right but mm-hmm. but it's good that the protests are still going that's a that's a good thing yeah and you know sign. you know it might be and i don't know it might be different for you in canada and your like bubble or circle of people and it's you know it might just be my bubble or circle of people too but certainly like i i still people or I still see my my friends on Instagram and Facebook posting stuff on their stories and stuff like every day and and um, yeah okay, maybe I was yeah. maybe I was like a little bit like too uh, too harsh or something but I mean like they're still kind of like posting and stuff but not as much as uh, before like yeah it's like maybe like one story a day and stuff but like before it was like they were posting like ten stories a day and stuff so it's like. Like, I, I see it kind of, like, dying off a little bit, but, th- like, the people aren't, like, you know, they didn't stop completely, so... Yeah. I mean, it's it's okay, I guess. Yeah, and, and I, yeah, and I think it, you know, is maybe a less intense in that first week, and I think I think I would agree with that. I, the Blackout Tuesday thing was weird, man. Um, I wasn't sure how to feel about it at the time. I didn't post, yeah. I didn't post a little black square, um... Cause I just wasn't sure. So I was like, I didn't post anything on Instagram that day either. And I did take time that day to read up on stuff. And that was actually the day that I read up on defunding the police and was like, Oh, I'm actually down with this. This aligns with what I believe. But, um, but yeah, yeah that was, uh, I guess there was like mixed feedback about that. Like some people were saying it was a good thing. And other people were saying like being silent right now is not what we should do. We should all be talking to each other, you know, but, but it certainly got, my attention and i think a lot of people's attention <laughs> yeah see uh i actually like i posted it and stuff and uh-huh. 
and like at the time like i posted it i didn't write like Bla- like black lives matter and stuff i actually wrote some stuff under it uh-huh. uh I, I can't recall what i wrote but like yeah. uh and i use like the actual like blackout tuesday hashtag and stuff so i didn't use black lives matter to like flood it with right uh, that was important yeah the useful yeah exactly that, that i think that was like the problem most people had with it was that like it was flooding the the black lives matter useful information uh the like it was flooding it with just black squares right so people couldn't actually see uh, what was going on and stuff so i think that was what the problem was yeah uh but yeah yeah yeah, no you're right and there's some other criticism about it too that i can't really remember it's not really that important i think it was i think it certainly got a lot of people's attention i i wish that i wish that like black lives matter or movement for black lives i wish one of them big organizations would tell everyone to change their profile pictures i think that'd be super powerful and would probably start a lot of discussions amongst family members and stuff if someone like changed their profile picture to black lives matter and yeah and i think people would totally do it judging by how quick everyone hopped on the blackout tuesday bandwagon i like (laughs) damn (laughs) yeah people hopped on that yeah no no you're right yeah if like everybody starts like posting like celebrities post uh everybody's gonna do you know it's yeah that's how it works kind of so yeah people and it's such an easy way to feel like you're contributing or doing something you know yeah yeah just click a button a lot of people though they were like hating on like others and stuff and they're like you're not helping and all this and like it's like some people, you know, they can't really like the, like the people were like saying, oh, go like sign petitions and like go pay money, donate and all this. But like mm-hmm. some people, you know, they can't really like do that and stuff. So like they're still trying to help like in their own way and stuff. So just like posting stories or posting posts, that's like enough for some people, you know, just getting awareness or talking yeah. to like your family members and uh, your I think friends and stuff about it. Talking to people is great. I, you know what I, because I've been talking with a lot of people and I feel this myself too, who like want to do more, feel like they should be doing more, but aren't really sure what to do. I think that just being informed, you know, and and keeping up with current events, reading um, reading a book like like Just Mercy or the new Jim Crow or something like that, like just getting informed and educating yourself a little bit about like systemic racism, history of slavery and, and discrimination, all that, all that stuff. It, I think educating yourself and getting informed is such an important and great way to like, just like do your part. I don't know. I feel like if anyone's doing that, that's like, you don't really like, if you want to go out and protest or do anything else, that's great. But the reason that I knew to hop on board with, um, defunding the police and like divesting from Mm -hmm. the police and reinvesting elsewhere is because I already know some stuff about how our criminal justice system works and I know it's in desperate need of an overhaul already. So then I read about that and I'm like, oh, this aligns with what I already know and believe. I know I want to support this, you know? And and yeah, I don't know. Being Definitely, yeah. Yeah, so being informed helps you know what to support. For sure, yeah. Yeah. You you always got to... Like there was also, uh, what's it called? Oh, I can't remember, like, the link right now, but uh, there was, like, this website that had a bunch of, uh, you know, like, Black Lives uh, stuff, like, where you could actually, like, get, like, knowledge and sign petitions and all this, Mm -hmm. and it was, like, really helpful. It had a lot of links to some other stuff as well, so uh, if I can remember the link or find it, I'll I'll probably, like, link it down below, but... uh, Cool. What's, um, is there, what's the vibe like in Canada as far as all this? Like, is there a lot of protesting going on? Yeah, so actually, I found out recently that there's, uh, like, I went to a protest uh, a week after George Floyd's death, and um, 
it was honestly it was it was really good vibes like it was it was amazing we went it was supposed to be like a two-hour protest and we got there like half an hour late or 15 minutes late but we couldn't find parking for like 45 minutes right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but we we went and it, it was like uh there were so many people over like 15,000 people wow uh yeah yeah and we were all gathered like in front of the legislator and stuff and they had speakers they had uh, like black uh, like singers rappers uh, and there was a lot of like chanting it was very peaceful too so it was like it was very beautiful to see like like the fact that like black people white people uh arabs natives uh literally like every like asians literally every single race was like mm-hmm. gathered together so it was like it was beautiful you know it was it was nice to see that people you know they they all gather for the same for the same like cause you know and yeah. fight for what's right so it, it was it was really nice and I thought that the protests like began to die off, but uh, lately I actually found out that they're still having protests. It's just they're kind of like marches more, and it's not like as big at all. But uh, like they're still going on, so it's mm. it's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's great. I mean, was it weird being around a lot of people? I mean, was that the first time that you've been around a big group of people since the crisis started? Oh my god, man! <laughs> Literally, like. I- <laughs> I went right and I like the amount of people I saw I was like yo this like makes up for all the people I haven't seen <laughs> like in the past three months you it's kind of it's kind of nice right it's a little scary yeah. but it was, it's also kind of refreshing yeah yeah it, it definitely was it definitely was uh obviously though I was like yo if like somebody here has a like, corona and stuff like it's not gonna be cool right yeah but, like, I mean that's... like we went home uh-huh. Uh, like we had like masks and uh, and all that and then when we went home we just took off our clothes like right away put it in the washer and stuff and uh, yeah. took showers and stuff so yeah but it, it was really nice you know to see all those people and stuff yeah i've been hearing in news reports people being like look how much everyone cares they're all going out despite the danger of corona and i think that's true because it is a little <laughs> scary but it's also like kind of nice to be around a lot of people after not having done it for so long you know <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah yeah for sure for yeah. sure um also another thing like i feel like because uh, you know like all this like syst- uh, like systemic racism has been going on for like over 400 years right yeah and like it's had like uh traction before and stuff and like people protesting and all this but i feel like because of the coronavirus and everybody's been in quarantine for like three months and stuff like everybody's kind of you know they're paying attention more to like the news and like everybody's their lives are kind of slight like slowed down and stuff Mm -hmm. so they can actually like focus on other things and uh, like bigger things so i feel like the reason there was like such like a big you know protest and everything that's been going on is because like people are kind of more susceptible to information while they're you know they're in this like pandemic and stuff so Mm -hmm. i think yeah i totally agree yeah yeah, cause, cause you know, like shootings and police brutality and all that, like that's been happening for years. And it, yep. like even before uh, coronavirus, by like a month, there was another one, and like nobody really says much. But like, there's there it's, are it's good. there's a thousand over a thousand people killed by police in the United States every year, and that's been the case for I don't even know how many years. Yeah, and compared to other countries, Germany, it's like like five or something. You know, and same wow. with like every and probably Canada too. I don't I don't know what it is in Canada, but it's like Yeah. I'm sure way, way, way lower. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. Also I saw like uh what's it called? I think in like 
Switzerland or actually most places in the world too. Like they started, uh, you know, protesting over there as well, which is actually, it's really nice to see uh, like the whole world gathered together and fighting this. So it's nice, right? Yeah, it is nice. And I think it's nice too, because I think it shows how the United States kind of leads the world sometimes, you know, like if we're getting mm-hmm. upset and protesting here, people everywhere are getting upset and protesting about that, you know, and, and especially when we have such an, you know, who we have as president and we've been like not really leading the world in a lot of important ways, like with climate change and other things. So yeah. to, it's nice that we inspired people to, yeah, like let's protest police, vi- police violence around the world. Like, cool. We're in- still inspiring the world to do cool things. It's nice. You know, it's been good. To yeah, see. definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think like, uh, you know, North America and stuff in the U S especially, uh, they have like a huge influence on the world, you know, mm-hmm. mainly cause probably cause of like, uh culture and stuff and like uh you know like celebrities and all that and like the hollywood industry and all that and you know because like the u.s has such a big industry in that right so yeah they obviously have a huge influence and people are which are like always watching the u.s so uh, it's good that like you said they're they're leading in something good you know yep 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 and i do think that people here have more time to like get informed and protest and stuff like definitely uh, definitely yeah uh what do you what do you think about people saying all lives matter all lives matter (laughs) yeah i have a pretty like (laughs) uh strict stance on that but what what do you think before i say Uh, yeah sure i mean it just confuses me i actually i've been chatting with people a lot on reddit and facebook about this kind of stuff and i was chatting with this one older guy from my hometown and he was talking about how people should say all lives matter instead of black lives matter and his argument was basically that we shouldn't be putting one race or ethnicity above all the others that's that's racist it defeats the whole point you know and that's what like i've heard that's what i gather the argument is about all lives matter like oh it's racist to say black lives matter because all lives matter and it's like i don't know it just feels like semantics or like obviously all lives matter and that's not black lives saying black lives matter doesn't isn't the same as saying all lives don't matter it's just saying that we should point out that black lives matter too because they haven't exactly been valued so i mean how do i feel about it i it confuses me it doesn't seem like a good faith effort to understand what that phrase means by saying like oh that's racist or offensive you know it's like well no one who says black lives matter is saying that all li- all other lives don't matter. No one. So it, it confuses me. Yeah. 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 Honestly, the thing is, too, is that I, I don't mind, like, all lives matter. Okay. I, like, of course, all lives matter. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, people don't start saying all lives matter until, like, people start saying black lives matter, right? And, yep. like, an incident occurs where people say black lives matter. So then it's almost like, you know, people who say all lives matter, they're, like, kind of, you know, negating what's, like, going on and it's basically like they're fighting against the people who are saying black lives matter because yeah maybe they have like a good intention and stuff and they're like all lives matter and like black lives matter are included as well in like all lives and stuff but when like there's a situation in the world where black people are dying and white people aren't facing the same stuff or Mm -hmm. you know other races aren't facing the same uh type of systemic racism and you know police brutality and all of that Mm -hmm. uh when you like say all lives matter it's kind of like you're basically saying that all that's happened in the past before to black people Mm -hmm. isn't really true like right 
like that that's that's kind of my position on it like yeah well, it, you can't really say all lives matter especially at a time like this you know it just kind of negates the whole point of saying black lives matter it's just like yes we know exactly. that all lives matter but let's talk about black lives because we haven't been paying enough attention to those so then to like steamroll that with all lives matter is like just yeah i mean you're right it just completely misses the point and and dismisses 100%. everything that black folks have gone yeah, through yeah. but you know sure. i think the reason that people say all lives matter and I don't know for sure that this was the case with the guy that I was talking with on Facebook, but it, it certainly could have been. I mean, yeah. not just black people are screwed over by the systems in our country. And there's a lot of like other folks who struggle with finances or health insurance or getting a good education who yeah. who aren't black, you know, and they they're struggling. There's a lot of people struggling in this country. So I think that some people hear Black Lives Matter and they're like, yeah, but I'm struggling too. Like I've been effed over in this, that, and the other way too. Like my life matters too. Like what about me? And I, I think yeah. I actually think that that's where a lot of the All Lives Matter thing comes from. It's like you're not the only person who's been screwed over by society. I got screwed over by society, you know. But that's yeah, I total. Agree, guess, I agree but, with you. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Like I, I think that's uh, where most of like where people say that comes from. But uh, like for example, like I don't, I don't mean to like take the topic, you know, like astray from like black people and stuff. No, no, but, go for it. Uh, yeah, I'm like I'm Arab and stuff, and like mm-hmm. Arabs, you know, they're always called like terrorists and stuff, and yeah, yeah, like we we always have like a bad image and stuff, and we face racism as well, but uh, like we're we're not like talking about that right now because also like you also got to think about like how at like the certain time who's facing the most uh you know issues or problems or who's like suffering like from your brothers you let's like say for example like you have like a house that's burning down right and then you have like another house that's like has a risk of being burnt down or like kind of has like some ashes on it mm-hmm. like what are you going to go and like wash down first right yeah like which yeah you're gonna like the one that's burning down obviously first well right? and to to take your metaphor a step further if you figure out how to put the fire out in that house that's you know super on fire well then yeah. you're gonna be able to put out the fire in that house that's maybe it's just like starting to smolder or whatever way more easily i don't know if that was a stretch but do you know what i'm saying like if we can no if, no you're yeah yeah, yeah. I, I agree yeah yeah but um yeah exactly yeah, like if we if we fix our criminal justice system for black folks, it's going to fix it for everyone. Like it'll be better for everyone. Um so I don't know. I think I think I think like class and income are just as important if not more important indicators than race, honestly. But I I also feel like everyone's focused on solving the systemic racism thing right now and yeah. lifting up black people and I think that's great. And I feel like we'll solve a lot of the class income problems in like dealing yeah. with, I mean, it's our country's original sin, you know, slavery. It's that and Native American genocide. Like we we need to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. Can- also can- too, like Canada too. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Canada definitely has like a huge problem with like racism towards uh, our native people and stuff. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to say that I don't, like, I can't agree with you. Like, I agree in a way where, like, mm-hmm. you're saying that if we solve the problem with, like, black people and stuff, then it'll kind of, it'll solve it for everybody. Mm-hmm. 
but that's not like 100% true. Like I agree to an extent, but it's not really, you know, 100% because, because like at the same time, everybody's facing a different type of challenge, right? Like, yeah, we're not like all facing systemic racism, right? If you solve, yeah, the criminal justice system for like one group, it'll probably solve it for like, it'll make it better. I I agree. It'll make it better 100% for everybody. But it's not going to solve it for everybody. It's not going to make it perfect, you know? Yeah. Because, like, there's still going to be other groups facing problems. But, of course, like, when you when you help one group and you, you like, uh, you know, get rid of the problem in one group, then you're, like, one step closer to, uh, you know, com- like, completing a bigger picture and actually, uh, you know, getting rid of all the other problems, which is definitely a good step, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I mean, I I agree with you that each, you know, like each group is going to have its own difficulties. Like I'm, I'm sure that not a lot of black people are, are have to deal with being called terrorists or something like that, you know, but, yeah. um, but yeah, it, you know, it depends. It, it, it depends. Um, it depends on what, what you're talking about, I guess, but definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, at least for the, the police reform and criminal, the criminal justice system. I certainly feel like if we can figure out how to fix it for like the most affected among us or whatever, we'll just, we'll fix, still fix it for everyone. But gotta, yeah, 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 yeah. Got to start somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Of course. Yeah. Do you uh, have anything else you want to say? I don't know, man. Um, thanks for le- opening it up. Thanks for letting me just like sound off about stuff. It's, 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 it's kind of fun. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. 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 I, lo- I like talking about stuff like this. So, yeah, uh, no, it's, it's good. It's important to talk about right now too. I mean, for sure. I guess the only other thing that I would say, uh, is, um, stay woke. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> also, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very much a white boy. I just feel, I'm feeling the need to out myself in that way. I'm very, very white boy and stay woke everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that's it yeah wait, wait wait let me ask you what do you mean what, like by like you're very much a white boy i don't know do yeah no it? it's like like take everything i say with a grain of salt i guess you oh, know okay. okay you know I, I i ain't speaking for no one except for myself my own experiences yeah yeah okay thank you for uh for coming on man i appreciate it all right thank you Bilal. that was fun yeah Y'all go uh, check out his podcast. Uh, yeah, Out of Trouble, podcast for after 10 p.m. Bam. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably I'll link it down below so you can all uh, check it out. And uh, I hope you all stay safe, you know, take care. And, you know, rate the podcast, you know. And <laughs> I, five I'll stars. see you all. Yeah, five stars. <laughs> and I'll see you all uh, next week. And peace. See ya.